0: Wow. I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech.
1: How you doing? It is Thursday night. You are watching Sex with Stevie, my live podcast, sister podcast to Tag's podcast, AKA Talk About Gay Sex, and This is your weekly show where you can call in and um, you can call in. And the number to call in is 908 312 1015. Um, I'm doing, I had a, you never, whenever you do a live show, it's, You've got like all these like complications and right up into doing the show I was on the sh- phone with my sister and figuring out you can imagine it's all live and I just got our camera back to the image that we needed to be on well on this episode of Sex with Stevie I uh, co-host that I was always gonna do this show with, Cody, is calling in a little bit later in the show, and we've got some stuff that we're gonna break down. I'm really excited about this. I've got some hot gay sex topics. You, of course, can call in. The number again, 908-312-1015. Ask for some sex advice. um, And you can weigh in on some hot gay sex topics or ask me any questions and a little bit later into the show i've got an interview do you guys know the adonis club the adonis strippers well they are in la new york and a few other cities and essentially they run these really hot stripper shows with really hot guys we're talking lap dances well as you can imagine during COVID 19 no one's doing lap dances, and they are getting creative like so many of us are, and what they have enacted is a virtual show of some of their hottest dancers, and they they have a show tomorrow, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Matt, who runs, there's two brothers that run the Adonis crew, they are gonna, one of them is gonna be calling in and talking a little bit about what you can expect on tomorrow's live stripper shows. And if you're like me, you like a good stripper, it's just a lot of fun, right? And are missing that. Well, I hope you have your cocktail here and uh, cheers to another Thursday in our self-quarantine. I'm drinking, a nice wine. Let me know in comments what you guys drink um, because I think that's always kind of fun. I'm just looking at Frank Pond it says, wine or a cocktail in your glass. It is a glass of wine that um, from Italy, Il Bianco La Segreta, is the wine that I'm drinking and it's quite nice. It's one of my favorites. Well, since we're at it and we're doing some show and tell, I've got some fun things that I wanted to share with you that are kind of on my coffee table nonstop. As you can, I'm just going to go through some of these because I want to go through them. Well, if you're like me, there's definitely Purell. I mean, I've got like Purell on the coffee table. I've got it in the kitchen by my desk, and then a lot of soap, of course. So that's always at hand. And then because we're so screen savvy, I've got this eye clear to clean all my devices up because they get very dirty and a mess. Um, Because we wash our hands so much, I've got a really good moisturizer by Avon of all people, Um, my mom, (laughs) and I found this. And so I don't want those dry cracked hands. Um, Speaking of my mom, she, always does a really good job of stuffing our stockings every christmas and this year she found play-doh. Do you guys remember play-doh? <laughs> it is so funny and i think the thing i really remember about play-doh as a kid was the smell. I love that smell like i want to eat it. I love it. It's blue. My color's blue and It's so fun to just kind of play with. And I think I made a penis out of it and balls when I first got it, of course, because I'm a dirty old little boy who's not growing up. But um, it is fun to just squish and stress relieving and it's kind of fun. And I mean, I love my mom because she's so fun. She would find uh, a Play-Doh. So I, I put that in my little basket on my coffee table of course, I have lube because if you have hand sanitizer, you gotta have lube. I mean, I'm just saying, right? And I've got my lip balm and I also have a stone because prior to this quarantining, I have a um, stone store not far from where I live here. And each stone, of course, you, you know, I'm meditating more now as I'm sure a lot of you are. and each stone we could use all the positive energy we can get right now and so i have it propped up on my coffee table Um, i've got a few of them but that's one of the ones i talked about the wine but a lot of people were talking to me about the artwork that i have behind me. i don't know if you can see it i'm looking in the screen right now over my left shoulder if i haven't already talked about it is a piece that I really, really love. It's a Tom of Finland sketch, and it's one of those sketches that I got from the Tom of Finland Foundation that's numbered, and it's a lower number. So apparently in the art world, if you get a print like that, and it was signed and numbered by the artist, if it's a lower number, it's worth more, not that I'm getting rid of it or anything like that. I'll let you kind of scroll in there a little bit more to see it. Listeners, if you're listening to the show, the show gets repackaged. Let's just say it's in a true vein of Tama Finlan and it's pretty hot and sexy. So I have that. Over my right shoulder is, of course, the legendary, iconic Mr. David Bowie. And uh, I just love that picture. Jeremy Lopez, my co-host, got that for me because he knew I was really, really getting into um, Bowie. I mean, he's been around for, you know, before he died, I, w- I went and saw his um, Bowie Is show, which was like a museum show that was just amazing, he's so iconic, and of course I'm wearing David Bowie today, and I hope he's shining down on us and giving us some much-needed rays of light, I just love him. So it's my homage to the one and only artist. But I was going through some artwork, and if you're like me, and you're cleaning out your closet, and you're going, using your time wisely or not, as I'm doing both, uh, I found some artwork that I need to get up there. And one of them is this really cool Tom of Finland from 1981, and, I'll just show it to you. It's a guy lying down naked with his dick hard and he's got boots pressed into him. One boot is like literally on his cock and it's kind of hot and I found this and I realized that I hadn't done anything with it. So I need to post this, Um, post it in my artwork and so that will go up at some point. And then, I found this other, isn't it fun shopping in your own closet? (laughs) Discoveries, are you discovering things like I am? I am so discovering things, it's so cool. I bought this poster, I can't even remember where I got it, but it's called Tom of Finland, it's in German, and it's literally a poster promoting one of his art exhibits in 1984, if you can imagine. So cool, these two guys that, I'll just, are, you know Tom of Finland had a thing for uh, sketching beautiful men with amazing bodies that seemed so welcoming and had huge packages for your pleasure oh my goodness I shopped in my own closet and found this and this needs to go up hello Shop in your own closet, you guys, because it's kind of a lot of fun and you will discover things. Again, this is a live show. The number is 908-312-1015. I will take your calls, give you some sex-solicited advice. My co-host is gonna be calling shortly, Cody, and we're gonna get into some topics. Um, Greg Hoffner, hello from Loveland, Colorado. Thank you, Greg. uh, I think we were chit-chatting the other day um on facebook Messenger or facebook i believe uh you with your partner out there loveland colorado must be beautiful and the one thing being sequestered here in new york city is i miss nature i mean i went on a nice long walk the other day and on a beautiful day and you know new york it's concrete jungle and nothing's open but i miss my nature and so for you guys that live out in some Beautiful parts. Oh, I just, you know, I wish that I had my nature. Let me get this. Hello, would this happen Hello. to be Cody?
2: It's Cody. How hey, it goes, how are
1: you? I'm really good. Good to do. I'm, really? Yeah, let me turn up your sound. Hey you there, Cody and Maurice. I'm here. There you go. Cody Maurice, everybody, Um, my (laughs) (laughs) co-host. How's it going? It's going good. You know, we've been doing this show now for a few weeks and it's so much fun. And this is the one um, night doing this that I was so frazzled and I was like in so many ways, but I think I got it together. We got a good show here. And so I'm excited. Um, you know, there's ebbs and flows, right? With all that's of right. what's going on, and perhaps this is there's been some really amazing things this week that's happened to me, and then there's been also, you know, some down moments too. How are you doing? Mm-hmm.
2: I'm good. Well, you're wearing an amazing shirt, so that's a win. So put that in the win column. I just want to. Look.
1: Okay. I'm wearing. I'm sorry. Say it again.
2: You're wearing an amazing shirt. Oh, thank so put that you. in the wind column. Oh, okay,
1: good. Thank you.
2: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I am, you know, quarantined just like everybody else. Yep. Trying to stay in, con- in contact with people that I love and just making the best of it. Trying to stay busy. I still have not painted my my, my room, but it is going to happen. It is
1: going to happen. Did you say clean your room? Paint. Oh, I'm going to paint my room. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's interesting because we've promoted you because your restaurant has been really good. Poco NYC, at Poco NYC, has been really good at doing these live streaming events. And you're a brilliant singer, as is some of Thank as you. your coworkers. I've tuned in. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think when we went on Instagram Live for Poco. I I don't really, you did a good job of framing yourself. So I was trying to like, but I was sneaking around, you know, in this virtual world that we all live in, whether it's the news Uh or whomever, aren't you kind of like sneaking around and looking at people's backgrounds in their homes? I do this, I did this normally. I've always had a a fetish for looking into people's homes. Like I just have this fetish for it. I'm always sneaking around and during this virtual honkering down, everyone's on, you know, all these virtual things. And so I'm like distracted because I'm looking around. I'm like, hmm, interesting.
2: That's nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a good idea. I might have to steal it. <laughs> yeah.
2: I definitely have like a, uh, just like a space in my apartment that is so, that I think is so beautiful that I have to like broadcast to them. To everybody, whenever I do a Facebook or Instagram live, or even when I'm like on a Zoom call, I'm like, okay, it's here. This is where everybody's going to see this part of my apartment, and just that's, that's the best part. best piece of my room in my in my in my apartment.
1: So, what's what's? The, I get it. What's the color that you're going to be painting? Um, it's
2: like a grayish, bluish gray.
1: Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah.
2: And my, like, all my bedding and all that kind of stuff is gray. And I have very dark sheets, too. You know, just in case.
1: (laughs) You know? Right. Exactly. I know.
2: Just in case.
1: Absolutely. Just in case. Um... You know, I wanted to talk to you a couple things. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about, well, let's catch up with the situation. For people that have listened to Sex with Stevie from when we started, I just really quick recap it. Cody was dating a guy pre-quarantine and obviously we're all quarantined and you've been kind of carrying on with this guy. And for the most part, a lot of times we've talked with you how it's been going good and mm-hmm. I think last week is maybe the first week where last you said week. you found a little dis- distant, perhaps. Um, yeah. What's the current, what's going on? So, the,
2: it's still going on, of
1: course. Um,
2: well, not of course, but it's still going on. We're still in contact. Um, last week, I did feel some distance, but then a lot, of, I guess I put some of that upon myself. I feel like, uh-huh. and and I projected it onto him. So I don't, I don't know what exactly he's he he his investment in the relationship is at this point. I, that's something that I have to, you know, talk to him about for certain. Uh-huh. I had a, a coaching call with one of my brilliant colleagues because um, that's part of being a coach is being coached yourself. When you say
1: coach, so people don't know you—you oh. ha- you just graduated becoming a life coach, particularly yeah. for relationships—and congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So you—you you were saying that you talked to one of your colleagues, and what were they saying to you?
2: Um, just that I need to be well. I should be more open about my, how I'm feeling and more because you—I don't know exactly what he is feeling, and honestly, in. I want to say about 85 to 90% of situations, human beings are all are, are going to feel
1: similar, similarly. You know what I mean? During this kind of period, right? It's going, yeah, to bring exactly. up, it's going to bring up so much emotion, obviously. It's going to... Exactly. I mean, yeah. It's why I haven't really dated in a really long time because I can be a hot mess and I'm not <laughs> sure that... I'm kind of glad that I'm currently single right now but it can bring up a lot of, you know, yeah, insecurities. And, and then the thing is, you started dating this guy for only a short period. So you don't know him. My sister loves to say you really don't know somebody until you know them in every season. And yeah. you barely got like winter, I guess. And here we are. And by the way, maybe they should add... You should get to know somebody in every season and a pandemic added to that. <laughs> and see how they handle themselves and all that. I
2: I think that's we should we should uh try and trademark that because that yeah. is brilliant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. New <laughs> new um caveat to that rule. Oh Lord, yeah. And Yeah.
2: So I basically I just have to talk to him and, and let him know how I'm feeling and just be as open as possible and Especially at this time, because I don't want to project my feelings onto him, because I was feeling a bit unsure. You don't, project,
1: you, you don't want to project. You don't want to project, but you also want to be real and honest, right? Yeah, and, and not you know, and not
2: assume what he's going through over, over on his end.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I guess the challenging part is when you don't know somebody that well yet. You don't. You, you're trying to figure all that stuff out and tell them how you feel and not, you know, it's a lot, I would imagine, right?
2: Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's so I'm just trying to navigate the quarantine pandemic swamp uh, that's going on right now. Swamp oh. of feeling.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, One of the hot topics I wanted to kind of get into was you're a big Drag Race fan, and I know you were doing your own event recently with Drag Race Trivia. Mm -hmm. How did that go, by the way?
2: It went really well. Nice. Um, We just had a, a good time. I don't think it was really about knowing a bunch about Drag Race because we got, it was just a bunch of my friends that were on there and we just laughed and kiki and had a good old time. So some people that only knew like two questions. There were straight people on there that straight guys had, hadn't seen a single episode. So it was just about having a good time. Did you use
1: Zoom? Yeah, we zoom. So we were talking about this the other day on Tag's podcast on uh, Tuesday that with my other co-hosts, There's an article out in Psychology Today about how we're all using Zoom, we're using it for work, companies are having us get more on there, you're using it for your friends, but it's, the the article essentially says, are you getting, is your brain getting tired? Because there's this whole thing where you don't know if the camera's on you and you can feel insecure about that and you never, it's an unnatural kind of interaction albeit a good one because thank mm-hmm. God we have it, but it can mentally exhaust you too. And then of course the talking and figuring out who's talking and who's on camera. Have mm-hmm. you noticed that at all, or?
2: Um, I've been using Zoom for, well, with my coaching classes, we would do a Zoom meeting like, cause we'd only meet in person for every other month. So right. in between we would, have, we would have a Zoom meeting every every week. So I'm, I'm acclimated to zoom. Um, and it's kind of like that, you know, how when you do, I, I've heard when you do a reality show it you forget the camera is there, right? So I kind of, I kind of forget that the camera is there kind of sort of so I think that for me, it's kind of falling off of that being nervous and being not being able to be engaged, I guess. Yeah. Into just kind of relaxing and and thinking into the moment. So for me, it's a little bit different. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm at a different place.
1: It is interesting. But that makes sense to me. It is interesting because you find your friends, the ones that are focused and engaged in the conversation and the other ones that are always like looking at their phone or on the computer Mm -hmm. and, and you're like, bitch, I can hear you. (laughs) You're on your computer. Um, I can see your cat behind you. You're Mm. petting your
2: cat. (laughs) cut it out now. Exactly. (laughs) We're here.
1: We are. (laughs) It does bring up a lot of fun things. There's been uh, a funny thing going around the the news of a reporter, like a major network reporter, who had the suit and tie on and was broadcasting from his home but had a pair of shorts on and he didn't realize that the shorts were oh
2: yeah that was catchy. hilarious <laughs>
1: But so in in honor of that and sorry audio <laughs> listeners today um but i thought i'd show you what i'm wearing and i've been into leather and i'm wearing this let me see today's thursday <laughs> and i would have normally gone to like the eagle here in New York, and where, and I'm in limited quarters here, but I'm wearing a leather jock strap with a zipper. I hope I don't Ooh. get into it. From, yeah. And it's, I'm just going to do a quick. <laughs> um, I had this made for me a while back. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's cool. And anyway, <laughs> um, that's what I'm wearing underneath. So that was my homage to, um, I'm not hiding what I'm wearing and showing you, and hopefully, Facebook doesn't turn to, um, take us down for that, but yeah, that's what I'm wearing. It's a homemade, uh, a Christophe of the Eagle is a leather designer and made it for me. And that's um, cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really comfortable if you're sitting here, like, <laughs> you know, it's really meant to be like worn and show off and all that kind of stuff in a bar or <laughs> wherever you're at, but you know, whatever, I'm working with it and making do. And so uh, that is that, but. Um, Back to drag and your event, Uh, there's something I wanted to talk to you about because I've been watching Drag Race on Uh RuPaul's Drag Race and I know you're a big Drag Race fan and I noticed the other day, yeah, there's Celebrity Drag Race. Yeah. Did did you watch it? I watched it. I I did. didn't Um, know what my DVR was doing, but I thought, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and where and where is Untucked, the after show? It, that's exactly what I said. Maybe
2: that's okay. So I felt okay. a little bit cheated because I was ready to get into what the girls were thinking when they get eliminated, uh when, when they were going through their elimination process.
1: And, and, and did you want Jeff sudden, and didn't you really want Jeff Goldblum, who was one of the judges last week, who was so in awe of the I set? Love him. He had, You felt like he had these crushes. He was so taking it in. He was so present. He was crying at one point when once. And didn't you, wouldn't you have just loved to see an Untucked after show with him going back there and just like taking it all in face to face with the the ladies?
2: Yeah. That's that's what I needed. That's what I wanted. Not celebrity drag race.
1: Um. Was there, I actually enjoyed it though in the end and all uh, for people that don't know, it's this new four week uh, ep- shows that they produced of celebrity drag race and it's kind of fun and you may or may not know a lot of the contestants. This week, there was four of them. One of them, which I recognized, he is on that show. Uh, oh, what's the one that he's on? Younger? No, the one that won. Riverdale, Riverdale, very handsome. And the thing is, the thing I ended up liking about it is uh, two out of the three guys were straight and took on this whole thing. And they really did actually get into the psychology of what all that means and questioning gender, your sexuality and letting all that go. And in the end, whether you like it or hate it, they were doing this because if they win they the winner gets 30,000 and gets to donate it to the charity of choice which I yeah. think is a really good thing and the the losers get That's 10, amazing. the losers get 10,000 to their charity of choice so you know everybody's a winner that part i loved and it was emotional what did, <laughs> what was what did you think
2: um for all the reasons that you just stated i thought it was great but there was still a piece of me that felt like there was something missing. I felt like we didn't get to know them as well as we got to know, like the other the contestants on on regular Drag Race.
1: They only have one um, episode. <laughs> I know
2: it's only one episode, and I think that might be part of the problem that they only have one episode. Maybe they should make it a uh, maybe a longer arc with the with those. Cont- I don't know what the solution is.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe it's
2: in the editing. Okay. Um, they did try to delve into their 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 lives a little bit because we do know that. The two straight guys—they had queer family members. The the African American gentleman, he, his mom was a lesbian that passed away, and he saw himself there. Like the story is great, yeah. but I just felt like a disconnect to it. Okay. And again, maybe it, maybe I was looking for for untucked, and I was a little bit Myth, mad, pissed yeah. off, <laughs> yeah. in my feelings, <laughs> but. And you're me, a su- and you're never-
1: also a super fan too so i could see where maybe yeah you know you know you want bring me my girls
2: <laughs> bring me my girl
1: i love that <laughs> you know it's a funny little thing that i i love affectations and in doing our tags podcast i've you know you you adopt things when you're on camera or you're doing a podcast and one of the things that i've adopted <laughs> is from RuPaul that sometimes not really now in quarantine when we record the Tuesday show because we're all in our separate homes but when we're in mm-hmm. the same room I, I will do that I'll clap okay I've heard enough
0: <laughs> and, and that's my acute, which is
1: totally a RuPaul drag race thing to say when he's silent silence I've heard enough and it's. I love that. I think that
2: you've done that with me. So. Oh, I'm sure I have in real life.
1: <laughs> and you're like, "Bitch, bye." You are not. <laughs> um, before, and I want you to call in. Uh, we've got our special guest calling in from Adonis in just a few minutes. Um, and I want you to call back in, Cody, right afterwards, because I want to break it down with you. But um, you got it. You and I were talking really quickly because. RuPaul's Drag Race, Celebrity Edition, they're taking these guys that have never done drag and, you know, trying it out. My question to you is, A, have you ever done drag? Yes. You have? Okay. Uh,
2: Okay, all right, go ahead. Yeah, second
1: question. (laughs) The the
2: short answer is yes.
1: (laughs) Okay, maybe we'll get into it more when we come back, but... When we come back. But. I asked you to come up with a drag name and what would your drag name be?
2: So Coco was like, I don't know if you've ever heard about Trixie's, Trixie Mattel's creation of her drag name, but Trixie was a name that um, was basically used to- Cody,
1: I hate to um, to cut you off, but um,
2: we'll resume this conversation. Yeah, we can get back into it. I'll, All
1: right. I'm calling back. So. All right, sounds I'll, I'll good. See you soon. All right, thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Hey, uh, what's going on? Um, is this, who is this calling in?
3: Hey, Steve, how's it going? This is Matt from Adonis Lounge.
1: Hey, Matt, how are you? You were my guest today. Uh, we are live streaming right now, uh, Sex with Stevie. Matt, thank you so much for calling in. Matt, how do you say your last name? Because I always...
3: Oh, it's a hard, it's a tough one, man. It's uh, DeTuriaga, but most people just kind of know Tim and I, they just know us as matter Tim Adonis. It's a lot easier. Well, my it, is, it, it is De Turiaga.
1: Well, I'm really excited to be talking to you. Um You and your brother have one of my favorite things, Adonis Lounge, and I've been to Adonis Lounge before in LA, in New York City. I know you've had other places like Palm Springs, Vegas, over the years mm-hmm. how many years has adonis lounge been going on um well different in different cities
3: so well first of all thanks for having me Stephen. thanks for inviting me and to everybody out there thanks for listening <laughs> um so tim started adonis lounge in brooklyn 10 years ago so new york is going strong 10 years uh, after the first year or two he moved into manhattan and then it kind of you know it kind of uh, took off from there and then here in L.A., we've been going, uh, this is our seventh year. June would be our seventh year. Uh, so we're a couple years behind Tim. So,
1: And for people that may or may not know, you feature uh, strippers, go-go dancers at whatever location you happen to be at in, in respective cities. They do a show for you on stage often. And then uh, people that are fans can then... Go back to do a, like a lap dance, correct? With all of your sexy, hot, amazing dancers.
3: Absolutely. Um, so we kind of we kind of pride ourselves on on being classy trash. That's kind of the, the tagline <laughs> that we use for <laughs> that we use for Adonis Lounge. Um, you know, the format is super super simple. We usually have about twenty to forty dancers per show, uh, depending on the event and and the night and whatnot in the city. Um, and those dancers rotate on stage. So one dancer is on stage for two songs, then the next dancer comes up. Meanwhile, the rest of the dancers are out in the crowd mingling with the customers and doing lap dances in a back kind of semi-private room. Um, and that's pretty much it. Super simple, 20 bucks per lap dance. Um, it is kind of a PG-13 format in terms of the lap dances, but we do have private events where we rent out spaces that are all nude, where the dancers are completely naked all night. Um And we do that once a month usually in both New York and LA. So that's kind of the format of Adonis Lounge and, and how the shows work. The uh, the public shows in the bars and clubs, which is the dancer on stage rotating and the lap dances in the back. And then the private shows are dancers all nude, No no actual performance dancing, but just lap dancing the entire night. Well,
1: one of the things I love about the current time that we're in, a pandemic, COVID-19, is that people like yourself and people that have creative endeavors have gotten digged really deep to become
0: current. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast.
1: Creative and obviously, you are not doing your the way you created your business to be in this current time that we're in. But you've gotten really creative to do a virtual event where uh, talk about what you're doing, and and tomorrow's uh, another sure. one.
3: Sure. Well, I can tell you this, Steve. You know, desperation drives creativity, right? <laughs> true. <laughs> true. So. You know, um, and like, like many people out there, we're not the only ones who kind of had the, the rug pulled out from under us with the bars and clubs closing. And, and and a lot of people are struggling out there. But, you know, Tim and I do feel a responsibility not only to, to the public community um, and to our fan base and, and our customer base throughout the years, but also to our employees and our dancers. You know, it, it's it's one thing that it's our business and, and you know, we have the two, the two coasts going and, and this is how we make our living and whatnot. That's one thing. But it's bigger than that, you know, and there's a lot of people that rely on both Tim and I to be able to to provide these opportunities, both for entertainment and for their livelihood, you know, from the dancer side and the employee side. So um, when we realized that this was not going to be a short term thing, we just kind of started brainstorming and thinking of ways and opportunities that we could try to bring something and keep something going with the brand um, that would provide some opportunities for entertainment, you know, for the fan base and also provide some opportunities for the dancers while still being able to, to provide something for us as well. So, um, I have to give give credit to Tim actually, he he's kind of more more the creative, the creative force behind Adonis lounge. I'm, I'm kind of more the, the organizational and, and, uh, um, you know, the kind of that side of things I'm, I'm, better at, he's very creative and he kind of came up with the idea of what about trying a virtual show. So we explored that. Um, And the first one that we did, you know, we didn't really have a good format yet. It was more of kind of a question and answer format. We had some dancers on. There was no nudity. We we were trying to just kind of figure out how it was all going to work technically and whatnot. But it was a good start for us because we were able to troubleshoot a a lot of the the different issues. And we got a lot of customer feedback, which helped a lot as well. So um, that was about a month ago, month and a half ago. And tomorrow we have our third show. We're doing it bi weekly, um, so every two Fridays, and we've actually perfected the format. It's a lot better now. So now we have full nudity um, on, on these virtual shows. The dancers are completely nude, and we have performance segments because it has to be entertaining. You can't just have, you know, eight guys naked, just kind of jerking off. It gets boring after an hour and a half, right?
1: Well, that's, I want to stop <laughs> so, you right there, real quick, because I, Sure. it's the created. that's what I'm talking about, is all this stuff is new. You're using the platform Zoom like a, like a lot of people are. And a lot of this is trial and error. You have a really good, if you get your guys' emails, you you write them and they're very funny. Uh, but one of the things I really appreciated was looking, you give a little sec, uh, clip that you can watch, like what to expect if I log on to one of these events. Sure. And you created it in a way that is kind of like a variety show, a, a, almost like a talk show that, was really entertaining and not, you know, I think you you we all understand that yeah. When you go to a stripper bar, it's one thing, but I like that you you guy you and your brother are in the little frames of the Zoom thing. And the one I watched, which was really funny, was um, a butt contest, an ass contest, and you <laughs> <laughs> played the song, the quintessential "I Like Big Butts," and it was a really is that how you have you tried to get kind of creative and and tweak here and there
3: yeah the great question steven and thank you for watching and supporting uh you know for sure um so yeah well, we've had to kind of create segments so we we've developed kind of a show format that lasts about 90 minutes and tim and i kind of host this this performance event in this show there is some banter back and forth between the dancers we do some stripper interviews um, but the, the primary highlights now with, with the virtual show that we do are the nude segments. So we do like a nude, um, a nude lap dance contest, uh, a best ass contest, a best dick contest. Uh, we also have uh, customer Q and A's where they can, they can write in questions and answers or que- and hold on, let's, re- let's rewind that. They ask questions and either Tim and I, or the dancers will answer. Um, so they can ask questions interactive that way. We also have some other performance segments. Uh, where we did stuff like an actual strip tease. We had a pole dancer uh, on one segment. Um, so we're getting creative in terms of different things we can do. Uh, on the one tomorrow, we're gonna have a truth or dare. Um, we're gonna have a couple other surprise segments and things like that. So
1: truth or da- Wow, you said truth or dare. I was just telling somebody that wouldn't it be fun in this period of Zoom and all to do truth or dare. That's a great one
3: yeah you know and and it's stuff that's um that's still entertaining it's still fun and uh and it gives it gives the fan base and the customer base a chance to still be visually you know visually stimulated by it obviously it's not the same as being at a show or at one of the the nude parties but um it is all nude you know the virtual shows and you can actually tip the dancers so we actually provide the dancers uh pay info their pay platform and customers can tip the dancers they like throughout, or if they see a scene that they really like, they can tip the dancers. And, and so far it's working out well. The customer and fan base is very supportive and seems to like it. Um, the dancers are making a, a, you know, a good extra couple of bucks from it. Um, some of them making great money from it. And you know, we had a couple of guys break a thousand bucks just wow. from a 90 minute session. Yeah, so the customer base is super supportive. The potential for the dancers to make money is there. So it's kind of a win-win all around so far. Um, You know, we're just being creative, trying to come up with segments that are entertaining and and, uh, that people will like.
1: Well, I really love it. We'll give the links in just a minute where people can watch and, and log on. But it's interesting because when you you now see you and your brother in there and are you I understand that you and your brother at one point were former dancers. Is that correct? And, that is
4: correct. And You're are back. you, uh,
1: it is interesting because you see you two and you guys are not hard on the eyes either. So are, do you guys get questions from fans and is anyone saying, well, what about you guys? Can we see a little bit of you?
3: Yeah, you know what, Steve. Well, first of all, th- thank you for, for the for the compliments. Um, you know, Tim and I are doing okay for our age bracket, you know? but but uh, but we'll, but we can't compare with you know a hot muscular twenty five year old. Yeah, uh, it, it's just not the same. But um, with a pole dance,
1: asked,
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we do get asked. Uh, you know, I'm forty five, and, and Tim's in his mid thirties, so um, we do get asked occasionally. But we want to keep the focus on the dancers, and we want to keep the focus on them being able to make money. You know, Tim and I have had our 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 time in the sun and and our time to shine and and get attention and all that and uh we're happy to kind of be in the next chapter producing these types of shows and, and trying to provide entertainment and stuff like that so you won't see us naked or shirtless but you know you will definitely get a lot of comedy out of us and you know we uh we make a lot of jokes about each other and the dancers and stuff so but have, the visual focus is on the dancers.
1: I have to say going to LA and New York and, and meeting both of you and seeing both of you, it's really fun to see you both in the same platform because yeah. you, got to, you guys have that, um, you're different, but you're brothers and it's kind of, that's and your banter back and forth is really entertaining and it's, you know, there's a lot there. And as a former dancer myself, what I can appreciate that you know during this time frame these a lot of these dancers when i was dancing at one point this is i relied on that money and that cash and yeah you know you just feel for so many of these bars that we don't you know what's going to happen and and what's been their some of their responses to doing it virtually like this oh uh, the dancers you mean Steve? yes yeah the dancers
3: well, at first, people with the dancers were kind of hesitant. They're like, wait, what What do you want us to do? You want us to make it <laughs> on camera doing what for for 90 minutes? You know, so at first, they were kind of just as kind of confused as we were because we weren't really sure, you know, how to piece together the formats in a way that would work the best. So it was a little bit of trial and error with them as well. But the first group was was, you know, they were real receptive. They were team players about it. You know, they came in with an open mind um there was a lot more banter back and forth and kind of making fun of each other back and forth in that first segment but um but since then and since the guys did really well word spread like wildfire and and guys now everyone wants to do it like can i do it can i do it again you know like you know hey i heard from this guy can i get on um the challenge is that with the virtual shows unlike the the actual shows at the bars and the clubs we can't have 30 or 40 dancers on it's just too much so you know, there's a lot of guys now that, that want to be on, but there's only about seven or eight slots that we can book per virtual show. Otherwise, it's just too much, and the boxes are you know two inches, but by two inches you can't see anything. So
1: yeah, that Brady um, bunch wanna, style we, thing, it's a little like tricky. Yeah,
3: yeah we will, we want to keep it you know where it's still visually engaging enough where you can see all the guys. Um, so we keep the the lineups to about six to eight guys, and then Tim and I have the box you know as well because we host. Um, and, and, and that way you can visually see everyone and what's going on and, and it's not too overwhelming um, in terms of trying to see the actual content. So, so far, you know, the response has been great all around. Everyone's been real supportive.
1: And then what about if a person watching, in, like you have champagne rooms in the, when you're normally doing Adonis Lounge, um, is there a way, I thought I read something that you can uh, meet up with one of the dancers virtually? For a fee, is is that something that you're working on?
3: Yes. Um, so, the way that Zoom works, there's it does have the capability to be able to do breakout rooms during the shows, but we're not offering that as an option during the show because otherwise we would have no dancers to actually do the show. They'd all be inside rooms with the with the fans <laughs> and the customers, right? right? <laughs> so, so we have to hold that off till the end of the show. And at the end of the show, if customers do want to do a private virtual session with a dancer. We offer that uh, as an opportunity and an option as well, and we, we're happy to coordinate that. And a lot of guys, obviously, they can't all stay on after the shows because of the time difference, and in New York, sometimes it's later. So um, we extend that offer throughout the course of the, of the following weeks. So if you if you can meet up with that dancer that night virtually and you want to meet up with him during the week at a time that's better for you, we're happy to coordinate that as well. Um, so it works out pretty well for everybody.
1: Well, I love it. I love what you're doing. I've always been a fan of the Adonis Lounge. I know that people can go to theadonislounge.com. I'll list it on our website. But tell us a little bit more on uh, how to participate if you want to in tomorrow's event.
4: Sure.
3: Um, and, and thanks for the plug, Steve. Definitely appreciate that. Um, so we're doing these events bi weekly. Uh, so every other Friday, tomorrow is our next show. Um, We have eight dancers confirmed from across the country. We've got LA guys, New York guys, and a couple of guys from Florida and Maryland. Um, So they're all over. And the easiest way to get the information and the invite is to just either email me Adonis Lounge LA at Gmail, or you can email Tim Adonis Lounge at Gmail. Um, Either one of either one of us can can answer the emails, and we'll provide you the payment uh, the payment link info. It's fifty dollars to attend a show. And that's all inclusive. And then during the show itself, you're able to tip the dancers if you want to tip them. So again, if you would like information about that or the information to, or anything, any questions at all, feel free to email either Tim or myself, Adonis Lounge at Gmail or Adonis Lounge LA at Gmail.
1: And I will list both of those on tagspodcast.com too, uh, right away. Tim, I want to thank you so much—or Matt, sorry—I was talking about no your problem. brother. It happens all
4: the time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Time
1: <laughs> Matt, I want to thank you so much. I love what you're doing. I've always been a fan of the Adonis Lounge for over the years, but I just love your guys' creativity during this period that we're all in. You're you're really you're doing the work and keeping um, people employed. So I want to applaud you on that. So thank you so much.
3: No, thank you, Steven. And you know, thank you as well for doing what you're doing. You know, you're kind of taking uh, the, the virtual approach as well and, and keeping people entertained and stuff. And, and that's really important during these times, you know, where people don't have access to, to other people and entertainment. So you're doing a great thing too. And we applaud your efforts. Um, and we're happy to plug you as well. So if you want to forward me your information via email, we'll plug it on the show tomorrow as well.
1: I will definitely do that. We'll be in touch. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks. Stephen. Have a great night, everybody. Okay, bye. All right, take care. Hey caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, La Big. Who's this?
4: This is La Big, the bouncer from The Eagle.
1: Hi, how are you?
4: Hey, what's going on?
1: How are you handling your quarantine? Hold on one second. I'm,
4: I'm handling my quarantine pretty good. You know, meditating a lot with my phone. Nice. I make jewelry. I've been making jewelry.
1: Are you, I've been, are it's, you been
4: hard. it's been hard.
1: Right, because you are you interact so much with the people and protecting us in the and you know, when you think about when we start coming back after all of this, bars, restaurants, you know, may not be the first thing on the list, right? Oh. And, yeah, I can just imagine, right, that it's, you know, but I'm glad that you're keeping yourself creatively active and making jewelry. That's really cool.
4: It, it's pretty hard working for the Eagle. I work for the Eagle and for Julius Bar. What's, also, the,
1: what's oldest, the other bar?
4: Julius Bar, the oldest gay bar in the city, where you had your birthday party at.
1: <laughs> yes, <here>. exactly. <laughs> A quintessential we bar have- in the village.
4: Well, kind of I think Julia should be open before the Eagle would because the Eagle has the 500 faculty and the city hasn't come up with the plan on how to reopen that size crowd yet. But I'm hopeful.
1: Well, it's- yeah, we all are. And I hope they come up with a plan. You mentioned uh, when you first called that you're making jewelry. Uh, is this jewelry that you're making to sell? But if
4: anybody who is interested,
1: I make jewelry with a lot of
4: natural stones, like hematite, honest, clear quartz crystals, carnelian, all of the protective stones, all of the healing stones.
1: Oh, I it love, really I've really got cool. my stone here too, right now. I, was just I know, talk.
4: you. I, I was listening when you said, you started talking about your stones and how you meditate with, with them and it's been really it's been really um uh, great and i've been meditating a lot with kelcite um take and how like you know calming anxiety relieving different things and rose quartz and you know healing the heart because so this the quarantine is hard because it's like it just slaps and ended everything
1: absolutely and you from day to day, A, you barely know what day it is, but then when you do realize, yeah. you never know what emotion you might be going through because things are changing dramatically and for some even more dramatically than others. So, you know, we need these things like our stones and everything else. So kudos to you.
4: My question to you is like, okay, all, a lot of these businesses are slow to open. How, how would you advise somebody trying to hook up in
1: these quarantine times. Well, we were talking about this on my Tuesday show, Tags Podcast, the other day. And you know, the leading expert doctor, Dr. Fauci, who, you know, if you turn on the news any day, he's, you know, part of our our daily news. And there was an article that he talked about and, or he was in an interview. And the interviewer asked him, well, how is it safe during this time frame to use the apps? And if you use the apps, hook up with somebody. And you know, his advice was surprising to me. You know, you would figure that he would say, well, absolutely not. You know, this is not the time to meet up with a stranger. He said that there is relative risk. And that's an actual quote, relative risk that each of us needs to know the relative risk that they are willing to put themselves in. And everybody's relative risk is gonna be different. So if you're somebody that perhaps knows that maybe you got the coronavirus already and you might wanna believe that you are, have, you know, you're not gonna get it again because you have those antibodies in your system and you're relatively healthy, well then maybe you might want, take that relative risk, still a risk. If on the other hand, perhaps if you know you have health issues or you've got diabetes or you've got breathing problems, well, then your relative risk probably is going to be different to somebody else's. And so I think, you know, the answer, I was surprised that the leading doctor on coronavirus didn't have a flat out no, like, no, no one should be getting together, hooking up, but it was know your relative risk. And I mean, that's what I would say. The other thing I would finally say is use this time wisely, learn a little bit more about yourself, get maybe on dating apps. There's a lot of virtual sex happenings going on that you can participate in. Because when we do come out of this, then you, you know, if you wanted to bottom say we get a lot of listeners that have never bottomed. You can use this time wisely and, you know, use all the butt plugs and train yourself, you know. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. You keep the whole together, that's, you know. And do your Kegels. And there I you go. Strong,
4: I am a strong advocate of Kegels. So I felt customers at the Eagle. Do your Kegels. You no. Know, make sure that public floor is strong.
1: Absolutely. I want to thank you for calling in. I've got a we're wrapping up the show soon, <laughs> but thank you so much. And send me your links um for your jewelry, if anything, and I'll post it up there and maybe we can sell you some jewelry. Okay, I will. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. You too. All right. Talk to you soon. All right, we've got a little bit more time. I'll probably go a little bit over because I want to talk to Cody. Um, who's gonna be calling in shortly. We're gonna finish our conversation that we started. I hope you have a cocktail on hand. There was something that I wanted to talk to you about. That Oh, so my BF, you know, I've been reconnecting with so many people that old friends and one of my BFFs out in LA, Eddie, we've reconnected and we were gym buddies and we had our own dialogue that, you know, you have those buddies that only you know. I'll finish the conversation with Cody here. Cody? Cody? Hey. Hey. I was just- Hey, Moon. Hey, I was just telling a story of, how I've been connecting with friends and one of my old friends from LA that we were thick as thieves and workout buddies. He's a former dancer, I'm a former Mm -hmm. gymnast. Earlier today, um, yesterday we were chit chatting on the apps and we decided to do a FaceTime stretch chat where we had our yoga mats out and child, he's a dancer dancer and he, uh, and, did, I was a
2: g- and I've been getting into
1: my, and I'm a former gymnast, so I have a lot of early, but you know, he was having me do the splits today. And, wow. Yeah. Oh, these Uh-oh. hips are- I don't want to op-
2: be a part of that. i watch.
1: <laughs> I'm coming up with a program though for the show that I think might be kind of good. To, I'm going to work with our good doctor, Dr. Goldstein on stretches that might be good to sp- bottoming stretches perhaps so oh yeah you know just saying stay tuned on that i mean you gotta (laughs) get you um how's the saying go if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready okay (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly well okay we left before we left we were talking about you and I were talking about uh, Drag Race, Celebrity Drag Race, hosted by RuPaul. It's currently on VH1 right now. We were talking about mm-hmm. drag, and you've done it before. And I asked you, do you? What would be your drag name? And I need to know now.
2: Okay, so Coco, um, reclaiming a past traumatic like nickname from my childhood, um, and then. Of course, Royale, because I want Latrice Royale to be my drag mom, of course. Um, and plus, Coco Royale just sounds like delicious. It sounds like sex and, <laughs> and, and, and something good to drink, possibly alcoholic. So yeah.
1: Yeah, Coco Royale,
2: final answer.
1: <laughs> I love it. Coco, so Coco Royale. How yeah. do you spell How do you... royal like Coco... Uh, like Crown Royal, R-O-Y-A-L-E. Yeah. And you say Royale. Okay, I get it. I get, it, I get it, I love it. Oh my goodness. That's a good what about one. you? Thank you? So, yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. And I don't, I was perplexed and then I was thinking, what am I gonna pull in? And you know, you wanted to be clever. I think I came up with a good name because if people know me from the past, I've done, I'm wearing uh, a leather wristband. I've been a part of the leather commu- community for so many years, in and out, uh-huh. and it, so I thought of this. the name Donna Matrix. First name oh. Donna, last name Matrix. What do you think?
2: I, I'm with it. I love it. I Donna Matrix? Beautiful. I might call you that from now on, so. Hopefully, oh good.
1: Because <laughs> I was thinking, if I'm gonna do this and, you know, the slut in me thinks that, okay, if I'm gonna do drag, am I gonna get laid? And when I go out, I'm always thinking, I don't do the apps that much. I'm a in-person type of, you know, guy when I go out. So I'm thinking, if I'm gonna do drag, am I gonna get laid? Well, if I'm gonna do drag, then I wanna look, you know, dominatrix and like a badass. Okay yeah and uh, the,
2: me and you are on the same same here. Exactly. Um, we we want to we don't want our drag to um impede our sex life so, <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> i love it we can, i love our names <laughs>
2: yeah you can now refer to me as coco royale and i will refer to you as donna
1: donna matrix donna matrix almost
2: a Donna Martin from
1: 90210, so that was just weird. Oh, just- <laughs> oh my God. Well, oh, man. Looking- okay, before we end the show here, you know, it's Throwback Thursday here. We're a live show. People post their Throwback Thursday pics all over the place. I thought it would be kind of cool to do Throwback Thursday travel memory that we would yeah. talk about because... You know, so many of us are big travelers and right now we've had to cancel a lot of our trips that were happening yeah. or in the near future. And you know, what what do we have right now? Well, we've got our memories and we're storytellers is what we are in, right now. Yeah. And so I thought it'd be fun to share a travel memory to Envision. Do you have one? I do. So last year, my fondest travel memory.
2: Last year I turned It's a big birthday. I turned 40. I was scared to say it out
1: loud. (laughs) I I heard that. I heard the the pause. And I know there wasn't like a technical difficulty. It was just a pause. (laughs) Go ahead.
2: I I, I swallowed it. I swallowed it. I'm pouring
1: more wine over that.
2: (laughs) I turned 40 and we went to me and a couple of my best friends went to Spain. And that is my fondest memory. We had an amazing time. It was an amazing time to bond. It was an amazing time to just live life. What and part of Spain? Live, uh, it was um, outside of Barcelona, Sitges.
1: Oh my God, I love Sitges. Sitges is the best, right? Yes. Being on the beach,
2: and it's like, it's a pretty gay town.
1: Oh, so. it is a gay town, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any... um <laughs> nice did you meet anybody you know hot and sexy
2: <laughs>
1: oh here we go there were,
2: there were quite a few hot and sexy moments i mean i'm in cds the gayest one, one of the gayest places in the world um so yes there were quite a few hot and sexy moments there i can't even think of just one honestly because there were
1: i love it quite a few <laughs> what is your throwback memory? My throwback, travel memory. my throwback Thursday travel memory tonight and when I came up with this the first thing that came into my mind was Mykonos and Mykonos Greece. For a while there, so many of my best friends and my sister and a bunch of us would go there and we got this amazing house and we wouldn't go every year, but we'd go like maybe every other year, Stayed in this mm-hmm. amazing house. It truly is paradise. Jeremy, uh, my co-host on Tag's podcast, joined us at one point. Gregory Nelbone, who's been a guest on this show, joined us at one point. We've had a lot of like guest stars join us, and that's been a lot of fun. But the memory that I was thinking of, because it's called Sex with Stevie here, is there is a couple bars in town in the Mykonos okay. area, and the, o- you know, the ocean's like right there. Well, if you leave the bar and you kind of wander around, and it's kind of like a maze in the town, there's this church, and people that are listening that know Mykonos or know what I'm talking about right now. It's a church, oh. and it's, it's pretty hilarious, and definitely gets noticed that the main hookup area sexually is by a church near this bar and people <laughs> congregate around this church and if you can imagine that the church is kind of perched on a hill with everybody sort of congregating around it looking for somebody to you know quickly hook up with it's uh-huh. also on a kind of a cliff that you know you need to be careful because You can make your way down, but you're kind of climbing down this rocky hill, and that leads to the ocean there. Well, I did at one point have sex with a guy as the sun was coming out early in the morning, and it was, aside from the fact that I was a little freaked out that, can that boat that's whipping by see me <laughs> <laughs> having sex but on the other hand it was really free- probably live your life <laughs> I lived I definitely lived my life that day and it was really fun and freeing to have the sun coming out being by a church in Mykonos having sex you know at five in the morning like that and Know, i'm just saying that was my throwback thursday travel memory <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> it, make, it makes me want
2: to go to mykonos
1: right oh you would love it cody oh my god
2: uh, i can't wait uh, that's my next trip obviously
1: obviously we need to go together <laughs> we need to take a trip together somewhere when we can come out of all this and, and yeah yeah and Um, Anything that you're not doing any, you're singing for your, the restaurant that you work for, Poco, has been producing these really great live Instagram feeds. And are you doing any events with them coming up? No shows this
2: weekend. Um, I think next weekend we'll be singing, but again, I'll be back and and to promote and just to get, get that out there. Awesome. Yeah, but not this weekend, unfortunately.
1: And real quick, people can obviously follow you on Instagram. It's tell the people uh-huh. tell the people how to follow and you.
2: Mr. Maurice M I S T A H M A U R I C E on Instagram.
1: Cody, I love you as always, and thank you love for you doing too. the show. Um, let's talk offline soon this weekend, um, and stay safe. And join me next week. I would love it.
2: Uh- Thank you, I'll see you next weekend.
1: All right, sounds good. On that note, cheers. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Sex with Steve V. I'm your host, Steve V. Rodriguez. I'm here every Thursday night on this page here. I wanna hear from you. We are doing a listener show soon with my two co-hosts for Tag's podcast and we wanna answer your questions about us We just reached 1 million all-time downloads for the show that we're really thankful for you all for supporting the show in whatever way, shape, or form you have been supporting it. It means so much to us, and we want to continue going strong. So this is the time. Go to TagsPodcast.com to find out how you can reach out to me. If you want to weigh in on something, we'll answer personal questions about us. So will my co hosts or weigh in on maybe a hot gay sex topic that you heard that You didn't like what we had to say and you just wanna get your piece out there. We'll talk about it. In the meantime, continue being safe, healthy. Um, Cheers, and I will see you soon.